0: This is the St. Louis Podcast Network.
1: Freezing cold in 89 Tewsville.
0: you the cold maze stay on freezing and cold in 89 Tewsville.
1: All right.
0: It's episode one of Nashin and Joshin, a fan page podcast. Hello again, everybody. My name is Andy Hanselman, alongside fellow fan penners Kevin Aber. Hello, everybody. Matt B. Matt Barra, some of you know him. Hello, hello. And some of you guys know this guy as Timothy Andrew. Hey, boys. Others know him as Timmy Recaps. His name is Tim Montgomery. That's right. How about that, everybody? That's How exciting. we doing tonight, guys? How was your uh, trip over here to Illinois? Uh, we got lost in the cornfield. and I thought Monty was going to murder me. That happens sometimes. So we do have a very special guest joining us here. I am uh, potting him up down. What a time to be live. What a time to be alive! We're calling Tim McKernan. You're kidding. Right now He's on the shirt. air. Well, uh, good evening, sir. You have Andy Hanselman, Kevin Aber, Matt Vera and Timmy Recaps on the phone with you tonight. How you doing? How are you guys? We're doing really, really well. Outstanding.
2: We went right into it. I didn't know we were <laughs> live on the air. Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> live on the
0: air right now. So we're, yeah, we're just recording. We please. just did well, the intro. So uh you know the boys have been talking about doing this thing for a while tim and uh you know w- with your with your blessing we we're able to do it and we appreciate it very much um talk of just a little bit uh, we're, we're, we're kind of doing a, a retrospective this evening kind of where, where this thing all started uh where we all came from and what's going on talk to us a little bit about the history of inside stl and and how we've gotten to the, this point where we have this wonderful fan page well the
2: history of inside stl is uh the byproduct of me being bored while killing a one-year non-compete from television in 2005. Uh, And for five years, four and a half years, Inside STL was really just a place to host girl-next-door parties um, because people didn't really want to buy banner ads, and they certainly don't want to do that now, but they didn't really want to do it much from 2005 through 2009. And then 1380... Uh, was the radio station where we were, and they could not afford to pay us anymore. And uh, and they said, but if you want to, we can just give you the advertising, and you can sell it yourself and then pay your guys. And uh, I had an opportunity to go to KFNS at the time and do afternoon drive for a guaranteed salary, a nice salary, but then if I were doing afternoons, that means it would have broken up the show, and I didn't want to break up the show. So I um, took the chance on owning the program starting in 2010. Fortunately, it worked out. And for the last, uh, I guess, seven, nearly eight years now, uh, Inside STL has owned the show. Uh, the show certainly has gotten more popular over the last few years. I think really like in 2013, it seems like it like kind of sp- like spiked. I'm not really sure why. Um,
3: That's when I started A lot of
2: it I know is, 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 is attributed to, to podcasting, um, but then with regard to the fan page, because of that popularity, and because we got away from InsideSTL.com dot uh, is like a gathering place for listeners. Uh, uh, Bobby Vestal, you might know him as Bobby Vestal, started right. um, a, a fan page, which was really just a place where he would like post like photoshops of Doug, and then it kind of became a a source of consternation for Doug because he really doesn't like the photoshops of all the stuff that that goes on on the show. uh, That's a thing. And I think it's not that necessarily bothers him so much as he feels like it could leave him, and I'm speaking for Doug here, but vulnerable, like with camo-v if they had a problem with it. Uh, because, you know, I recall from TV contracts, they have a right to manage your image, uh, how you're promoted, and so on and so forth. And he just would hate to, you know, have his job sure. put at risk over, you know, somebody first. So that's just like the one kind of rule. So anyway, um, you know, I, Bobby uh, had me as a moderator and uh, Chrissy Blake as a moderator. Throughout the course of that time period, I don't know how, how long that was. I just remember that there were constant instant messages throughout the day that really just, it just wasn't that, in my opinion, not that big of a deal, but I guess Bobby would be, I guess, getting upset about things that were posted. And there just was unnecessary drama. I mean, it's a Facebook page. Like, who cares? Uh, (laughs) So... You know, and then to talk about, you know, this, like, like so I sit in my office and like my that, that sound of the Facebook DM, which is just, uh, this, this makes me cringe just thinking of that little bell. And it would just be something that was just so, relatively speaking, trivial. But I mean, listen, I, you know, the first time I saw myself getting ripped online was nearly 20 years ago. And so when, when you're experiencing that for the first time, it's not fun when people are you know, calling you out specifically by name, you know, like I said, I dealt with that a long time ago and I'm still dealing with it, but I'm used to it. So for Bobby or Chrissy, uh, you know, that was the first time they were dealing with it. And then I guess it got to a point where Bobby was very particular about posts regarding Christianity. Uh, but then some people (laughs) would point out that he was fine. He was fine with posts, you know, where he would Photoshop Doug getting his ass eaten uh, on the back of a car at Ford Field in Detroit and we're trying to figure out how one was okay but the other wasn't and then that would upset him and then he would start deleting posts, I guess. All I know is people then would instant message me and say, posts are disappearing, you know, and I know that I wasn't deleting them. And either way, it just became a whole thing. So that's when I reached out to Bobby and I said, listen, man, this thing's kind of going off the rails here. You know, how about you, you know, just let me take it over and, you know, I think we can take some of the drama out of your life. And he didn't really want to do it. And then like a couple weeks later, I came back and I said, how about if I gave you 500 bucks and he didn't want to do it. Now he tells me that I never offered him a thousand because if I would have offered him a thousand, he would have taken it. I don't know. I mean, the point is I certainly, we we both, we both, we both agree I offered him $500. Uh, I thought I offered a thousand, perhaps I did, but we both agree that I offered 500 either way. From my standpoint, to eliminate a headache for you know, relatively speaking, not a huge amount of money—that $500 or $1,000 was worth it to me to stop the, the direct messages, stop the post disappearing, and um, and he didn't want to do it, which is cool. And so I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to start my own, and uh, and I guess that was nearly a year and a half ago, wasn't even half ago. So it was May of 2016. Wow. And you know, don't get me wrong. There's been there's been there's been stuff here and there, but relative to what that was on a daily basis, uh, the new fan page has been you know pretty peaceful. And it really is a, you know a, a group of, for the most part, I mean, really for the most part, just really cool people. And uh, and I love going on there when I have the time to do so and just um, you know bullshitting with people.
0: So I'm, I was kind 20, of... There's, there's
2: a 20-minute there's a answer. Were you timing that answer? That was I was. Awesome.
0: No, it looked good. It's not, it sounds good. You
2: can, you can You can edit
0: that out. That was just awful. No, it was it was great. We appreciate it. This is... Uh, was it Noshin' <laughs> and Joshin' Episode 1 of the Noshin' and Joshin' podcast on the on the St. Louis Podcast Network? Talking with Tim McCarnan, host of The Morning After, the Ryan Kelly Morning After on 590 The Fan. Now, I'm kind of an anomaly where I found Inside STL not by the radio show. I was not a listener to the show in 2005 but um, was there a, a, a short association with a website that did nightlife photography called STL Drunks or 618 Drunks?
2: Uh, STL Drunks, that is accurate. We were really going
3: back into the archives.
0: Yeah, we're talking I, like St. Charles Main Street. This
2: is, this, is, this, is, this is Slopian. This yeah. Is
0: Slopian. <laughs> uh,
2: yes, that is accurate. So when I, Matt Seebeck and I were the ones to start this thing up, and we were going to call it, which again shows just how – the horrible the businessman I am because I should have known but like it'd be one thing if I was like 20 like I was nearly 30 I should have known better. <laughs> we were going to call it the morninggrind.com and I'm glad we didn't do that for so many reasons but one being very obvious we didn't own the morning grind So if I would have started this whole thing I mean the owners of KFNS at the time, uh, big league broadcasting if I'm not mistaken out of Atlanta, I uh, could have shut it down or said, I don't have the rights to that. You know, that never happened. And I don't recall who named it. It was either one of my friends' wives or my brother, Kevin, which is completely unrelated to why I thank him at the end of the show. But they came up with a name Inside STL. We just thought it sounded good. It, it certainly obviously me- doesn't mean a damn thing. Some people have taken the meeting to be literal, and I don't blame them. Uh, but it but it doesn't mean that. It was just a way to name a site, and we just kind of noticed there was no Facebook at the time. There kind of was my—I mean, there was Facebook, but I, I don't—I think there was Facebook anyway. But it was only limited to college students. Yeah, just college students. And uh, yeah, and and people loved going online and looking at pictures. And we're like, we'll put the morning show on there, and we'll put uh, pictures of people at bars. And you know, I, like I said, I was bored. I was playing golf every day, which I know sounds great, but if you're if you're doing it by yourself. It's, it's like sad. I was 27 or eight, I guess. and uh, when I started it, yeah, I 28. Uh, and um, and then I was playing poker and I wasn't very good, so I was losing money. So I was bored and it was, it was only four months because I, I quit KMOV in February of 2005. and you know by June I'm just like God, I gotta do something. And so, when we did, we were looking for photographers to go to these places. And again, showing how horrible a businessman I am, as opposed to like putting my own money in or going in and getting the line of credit, we gave away equity like a complete idiot. And, and we gave equity to these guys who, who I, I, I don't know if the site's still around. It's called stldrunks.com. I'd be surprised if it was, but
0: I would be surprised too. Yeah. Tim,
3: is that Phil yeah, that ran uh, that? Uh, Phil? But, what's that? Was that Phil that ran that site, I think? Phil? Phil. Was Phil the guy who ran that?
2: Yes, that is correct. His name was Phil. There there were two guys. One was Phil, and another guy's name was Tim. And uh, Tim, very sad, uh, passed away uh, a few years ago. Um, But they had this thing going. And so our vision was, of course, to shoot pictures at, like, bars and clubs, you know, more in the central corridor, And I didn't realize, you know, because I'm seeing, I mean, that's drunks, not necessarily the name that I would go with. But either way, they were already shooting pictures. But what they would do, they were like the gods of St. Charles, Main Street, St. Charles. And that's where they wanted to continue to shoot pictures. And I guess they were using this and it was becoming kind of a way to to meet women and, you know, God bless them. And, uh, and so since I wanted them to shoot like inside of 270, and they were committed to main street, St. Charles, we just had a, a polite parting of the ways and then I wound up hiring photographers.
0: Yeah. It didn't last long, uh, did it, Tim? No,
2: it was just, it was just a, you know, few months. Um, I mean, to think the thing went online on August 15th, 2005, and then it was mid February of 2006. When, coincidentally, I mean, this is a... I mean, who knows if this flight doesn't happen. I mean, it was kind of a defining moment, not necessarily because of the capital, but because it opened my eyes to what we had and what it could be. Because I, w- I wasn't really friends with Jim Edmonds at all. As a matter of fact, I was on MySpace. I mean, this, is, this just shows how old school we're going here. I was on MySpace, like, in December or January of 2005 or January 2006, and just screwing around in myspace i don't even remember how it worked i just remember seeing edmund's profile on myspace and we kind of knew each other just because i was around bush stadium from covering you know the cardinals for five years for kmov but it's not like we were friends and i think i i don't even know what the hell you did on myspace friend request or whatever the hell that you do and then he wrote something back and it was just kind of like we were dicking around and and that's kind of how our rapport became established. And then in 2006, when we were down there doing the show for spring training, it, it was a running joke that Edmonds loved to like act like he was injured during spring training so he <laughs> wouldn't have to work. But it really was something that we saw actually happening. <laughs> he, he would be yes. walking by our picnic table acting like, you know, he was hurt. But then he kept yelling at us like from the field. You know, like he thought that it was like we were doing a fake radio show, like he didn't think thing was really on air, <laughs>
0: like what we're doing here.
2: And then he wound up. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, so it, it, I'm sure these guys still think that this is a real thing when they see us every year. So uh, Edmonds would drop by the picnic table and like screw around with us. And then I remember there's I still have these pictures like that pop up every now and again for whatever reason. Me, Edmonds, and producer Joe went to this mall that's you know maybe like five minutes away from Roger Dean Stadium down there and got lunch, and just hung out, and, and in hindsight, it's kind of weird, because it's not like we were friends, but whatever, and and then I remember him saying, when are you guys leaving? And I said, oh, we're flying back, we got to fly through like Orlando and Birmingham, for real, we literally have to fly through Orlando and Birmingham to get back to St. Louis, and he goes, oh, I'm going back to St. Louis uh, at the time his uh, girlfriend, who would become his wife, uh, was going to have their baby, Landon Edmonds, and he goes, why don't you guys just fly back with me? It's Jerry Clinton's private plane. And I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll say that Birmingham, you know, Orlando stop. you know, and you're back in St. Louis, like in an hour and 45 minutes. When while we were on that flight, again, that's why I say this has some form of significance. He goes, you know, I wouldn't mind buying part of your company. And I'm like, I, didn't even, I mean, I, don't, I didn't really consider it a company. It just was like something I was just kind of screwing off with. And he goes, if I bought in, you know, because I think he thought he was buying into Google, and you know, it, it's just it's just a bunch of perverts taking pictures of girls at bars and hanging out on a message board. I mean, you're not you're not you're not buying some brilliant line of code I've come up with, uh, but because he did that, then it opened my eyes to selling some shares, generating some capital, and then actually beginning to operate it like a business. Had he not done that, it's not like I was sitting there going, oh, I want to build this thing up and then sell parts of it. It was just like a hobby. And then once we did that, then I'm like, okay, now we actually have some money to work with. Let's see what we can do with this thing. So that's the STL Drunk's backstory and then also how uh, how Jim Edmonds became part of it. And he was an owner from 2006 through 2010 of Inside
1: STL. That's that's pretty crazy just that he volunteered it. But uh, going back to the – Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, the the Inside STL thing and the the old message board on there. So I was mostly a lurker. At that time on the board, I posted a couple times and just got destroyed. You know, I don't even remember what I posted, but <laughs> it was pretty much a shark tank. So I wanted you to talk about the difference uh, between the fan page now, with for the most part everybody using their real names and you know exposing themselves, as opposed to the uh, anonymity of the message board, you know, and the aliases and that. So if you could just kind of expound on that and how the difference that's made now.
2: It's a huge difference. It's and that was a really. Again, you, 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 that's the thing about doing this stuff. You, if you don't learn from it, uh, you know, I mean, it's just a huge mistake. And so, my goal was to have exactly what I think we do have on the fan page now, but it couldn't be executed properly with the message board. And I'm sure there are going to be a b- bunch of people on the fan page, many of whom are in their 20s, so that you know, they're like 12 when we started inside STL. They so have no idea what I was talking about. That when I started inside STL, it was important to me that people could express themselves and not feel, you know, marginalized or, you know, face consequences. But with a message board, and now message boards are, you know, essentially, you know, things of the past, uh, with a message board, you could have people posting anonymously, you know, or they're using a fake name as their, as their handle. And I, never, and I still don't really know how it happened. I, I truthfully don't. Uh, and it's not like it's like hundreds of people, but it's like a handful of people for whatever reason just came to hate me. And I, and I, I don't know where it came from. It's an odd thing. Um, and so it just, it just kind of became this thing where, you know, a bunch of people were active and then just kind of became like a, a small group of people. And we really didn't pay much attention to it. One of the people who has reached out to me, uh, about it says they're all mad at me because we got rid of the inside com message board when we built the new website um i guess that was january of 2016 uh and the truth is it, it was such a non-factor in our business i mean it's just it was a zero it wasn't it was it, it wasn't a positive it wasn't a negative it's that's just the truth it didn't make a dollar uh that when brendan marks who was operating the website at the time got rid of it i didn't even know he'd gotten rid of it he didn't even tell me and I remember going to the site going, right happened to the message board, he goes, oh, yeah, the software just wasn't working out. We just decided to get rid of it. I'm just like, okay. It was a 10-second, I mean, not even 10 seconds, exchange, and that was it. So that, you know, it was, it was a zero. Whereas the fan page, because, again, I mean, I, of the 6,000-some-odd people who are members of it, how many are real names? I don't know. I mean, I'd like to think 5,000. Um, I mean, that would mean 1,000 or fake. That's probably high. Who knows? But at the very least, there is some understanding that essentially if you act like a dick or if you just continuously make shit up, and we really haven't had a problem with that, but, you know, you are it's cool. You know, I mean, my God, how many disagreements are there over politics or sometimes people get heated over, you know, disagreeing over sports or whatever the case might be. And like I said, I've had very... I mean, you're talking about 18 months of really very little drama. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's been some entertainment and some drama, but when it gets down to it, nothing significant. And so, it is my belief, uh, brother Ebert, that that with the need to use your real name, people conduct themselves more like more like not necessarily exactly like, but more like they would if they were interacting in person. And, and that's what leads that, that, that's what leads to a healthy, healthier exchange as opposed to hiding behind an anonymous name, which is where you get into some problems on Twitter, which is why I hardly ever tweet, which might be a mistake for me from a business or career standpoint. But, you know, whereas Clay Travis was telling me how he loves, you know, he loves, you know, getting the hate messages it's not that I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to run and hide because somebody hates it. It's, it's not that. It's just like it's negative that I don't I don't see. I don't know. What, I don't know what the positive of that is. I don't know what the positive like I don't want to say something and and do it solely to provoke. You know, if I say something and it happens to provoke, it was honest. But I don't want the audience to ever think, has he like done a heel turn or just a turn where now he's just acting because it's going to get him attention? Uh, I just don't want to do that. It, especially, it, it's almost more difficult now than ever before because clearly that that strategy um, seems to be working for some people. Uh, and it's like God, it could be so easy to do. It's like the, the FS1 Doug character—you know, where you just scream about, stuff. you just start screaming about stuff. There's, a, I just, I can't imagine. There's a thing the Cardinals or Blues could do, they could get me to the point where I would be screaming about it. I just, I can't imagine that that could happen that I would be that upset that I'm turning red, but, you know, maybe, I don't know, I don't know, I just, then I see that stuff and I'm just like, God, we could do this, I mean, Doug is obviously sick talented, the cat's sick talented, did a show with Martin Kilcoyne, he's sick talented, Charlie's obviously crazy talented, Jennings is crazy, we all could do it, but I just find it to be dishonest, and so going back to the anonymous, you know, thing, you just didn't know if people were just doing it just for the sole purpose of provoking, whereas on the fan page, I'd like to think, for the most part, it's, it's, you know, people being sincere, even if people disagree.
4: Hey, Tim, it's recaps here. Um, I had a quick question in the vein of speak- Hi recaps. Hey, brother. In the vein of speaking about the fan page and myself being the least tenured of the four of us here in um, the length that we've listened to the show and been on the fan page. If you could discuss a little bit, the very first fan page that was owned or ran by Bobby was the did he just beat you to the punch in making a fan page or did you just not want to be involved with it because of the BS and you let him just run that train and then further, um, did you endorse that on the on the radio show or did you promote that on the radio show and that's how it picked up so much steam? Because I think when I very first joined was towards the end of the fan page and I think there were still quite a few thousand people on it. So I'm just wondering how that came to get so popular.
2: Yeah, he, he, he created it on his own. I think it was called... I think the name, I mean, hell, I guess it's still around so we can look it up. I'm not at my uh, laptop, but I think it's the morning, at least it was, the morning after page. And he just did it on his own, which he had every, you know, I mean, I guess he had every right to do, I suppose, if we came back and said, hey, we, you know, if you're using our images and our show name, then, you know, we can make a claim on that. Sure. Uh, but, but, you know, it, it, I, I don't even, I, I guess he probably, I, if I had to guess, because he used to text into the show a lot, he probably texted something in or emailed him something to make us aware of it. Otherwise we wouldn't, I mean, the cat's not on Facebook. Uh, and I wasn't aware of it. And then once I became aware of it, then I'm like, Oh, I like this I, it's a place. I can interact with our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I deserve, uh, no, if anything, it's like, it's, it, it, had he not done that, uh, we would have missed what has become really a huge part of the show. So, uh, you know, I, that, that was a, that was a miss on my part. That was his creation. Um, and, uh, what was your second question, sir?
4: Um, did, was there, did he, so I guess he just beat you to the punch. And so you, once it, once that picked up steam, it wasn't worth you creating a competitor because for the most part at the very beginning, it was kind of riding in step with you guys. There was no reason to battle it back. Um,
2: yeah, no, the, the only, the only reason I created the other one is because for a, 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 a,
4: there was like a month period there, which I guess
2: was like April, May, 2016, where, you know already just just a couple direct messages a day about hey did you see what so and so wrote about so and so and i'm just like god i just couldn't care any less about this in any capacity you know i mean it, 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 even if i even if i had free time i would i would be like this is so annoying you know sometimes i'm sure we all have it where like you're in the middle of doing something super stressful and then like your friend is like clearly like in fuck off mode and they're just like, you know, saying, you know, like whatever, some asinine tweet or something like that. And you're just like, not now, you know. Right. But but when I was operating the radio station, that, that's essentially what, what my life was like from 10 a.m. until whenever I would leave. And that's when that was going on. Uh, so it was a straight gap. I take myself back to April and May 2016. That's when I was negotiating my uh, deal with, with kf and So. It was a very stressful time, and uh, and, I, and we were looking at a variety of different radio stations, actually, so it was, you know, and so to be, and, I, and obviously I couldn't say that. I couldn't say, hey, guys, can you calm down because I'm considering an offer from this place, or an offer from this place, this this you here. So I had to keep it all internalized, which makes it more difficult, and then you just have constant, un, just like I said, it's unnecessary drama, and I just don't have a high tolerance level for that, uh and so like i said i thought the easy solution was just hey you know but i get it he created the thing and so it was near and dear to him but it just it, but, it, but it's a, but it's a facebook page so it's not like it has value on the open market you know mm-hmm. so you know he didn't want to sell it okay then i'm going to create one and and like i said i don't think we've really had relatively speaking much drama i'm sure we'll have <laughs> plenty more but relatively speaking especially compared in comparison to what that was uh, for a time period uh you know that was that was that was pretty that was pretty rough and fortunately this has been a pretty relatively speaking smooth 18 months
3: hey tim it's Matty bear how you doing hi Matty bear what's up man i think the uh what bobby's main point of that page was to post emails and texts that didn't get read i think that was the main premise of how that whole thing started um uh, it, was, it said, don't do any bad photoshops, but post your emails and text to get re- that didn't get read to this page. Um, that's where it started taking off, but I was kicked off that page five or six times <laughs> in my <laughs> tenure there. The last time being kicked off by the Whistler for congratulating him on uh, becoming the new moderator. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I do remember the Winston became a moderator. He did at the very, very end. I, I think It's a good run. <laughs> it was a good it was a good three day run, but uh No man, thank thanks for taking over this page. It's been pretty awesome so far. It's funny, it's polarizing to me the fact that uh although there are a lot of arguments, people are going back and forth, it seems like when there is something really good that happens, um everybody that's active on the page gets together and rallies around it and it's happy for somebody if they have a kid or Hit a hole in one like Bernie in Lexington or something like that. So, that's my favorite part about it.
2: Yeah, it's it's a it's a really I mean it's a great thing. Like I mean you know the Lita's Pizza thing, which is, I mean you know what again everything trying to provide
3: that's, that's so insane.
2: That, 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 that's you know it's, it, you know if you had like Ryan Kelly or Gateway Buick GMC or you know Hot Shots Plans, just like I know that like the dollar spends on on these companies. You know, Lena's in comparison. Not that I'm complaining. They're they they've been with us for like a month. Their their they're spend and it's a frozen pizza company. So they're <laughs> not. You know, their marketing budget isn't nearly what Ryan Kelly's is. But the return on investment they're getting. I mean, they're they're in awe. And I didn't realize this, but they've been in business for you know three years. And I and I, I think a lot of people on our page would probably go. Oh, they've been in business for like two months. It's a brand new thing. But that just shows, you know. The, the power of this group of people and and what, and, and what happened with the emails for Jim Hayes? I mean, that was, that,
3: that was, was really Kind of a, I
2: don't, that was like a, it wasn't like it was a real aggressive campaign at all. Uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I was aware of what I was doing, but, and I couldn't, and I couldn't exactly go into the, the reasons behind the strategy. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, but but I didn't. But I didn't expect to get that number. And, and like I said, I didn't print out every single email that I got. Uh, and I think if I would have said what exactly what my goal was, I would have gotten five times the number of emails uh, because it was it was put out there as, hey, if, you know, just want to. It's meant a lot to Jim to see, uh, you know, the the emails he's gotten uh, from listeners. So you know, any emails you have, please send them to me. So you know, it was that was overwhelming. But, you know, what, what Bobby's plan was was to have people post their emails. We could never post texts because the phone numbers are there next to them. We can't post text messages. You know, we can't post the phone numbers. So if people wanted to post what they sent in, that's their own call. Uh, if people wanted to post what they emailed in, that's their own call. But, you know, we, we can't do that nor are we going to do that. So I think, I think that's what Bobby's goal was was to have people post their own emails that they sent in that didn't get read and you know the emails that actually get handed to me um, you know I mean I don't even I mean Sea Monster already has filtered them out he orders them and I don't even see you know I can't even imagine I, I, I doubt I see <laughs> and I I would guess that maybe 20% are actually read uh, and you know and and oftentimes we don't have enough time to read all that many anyway so yeah if people wanted to do that they're more than welcome to but we just can't send screenshots to the text inbox because we have phone numbers in there and then you have to have people's privacy. that's like when doug goes okay read the full number and i just go it's from the 314. <laughs> i can see the whole number but i don't I, I, you want know, to out the person's phone number
3: well some producers are good at outing their
0: full front uh, first and last names. so yeah, you, I, you, I you believe don't have to worry about, about that,
2: that. A long long time
1: ago yeah and,
0: Tim, I know you need to get to, uh, to turn to uh, Jameson. We appreciate you joining us for our uh, initial podcast here of Noshin' and Joshin' on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Thanks a lot, buddy.
2: Yeah, thank you guys for having me, and congratulations on the launch of uh, Noshin' and Joshin'. That's a that's a, that's a that's a nice name. Only second to Nick and the Badger as far as show name.
3: Credit that to Lefty
0: Jacksmere.
2: <laughs> yeah god bless him <laughs>
0: <laughs> we will see you on thursday for uh tma live right here in edwardsville sir
2: all right guys thanks a lot
0: have a good evening see ya see ya yeah that was tim mckernan my host of the ryan kelly morning after which airs on kfns am 590 am 1057 hd2 fm and inside stl.com right here in st louis and uh, he's kind of the uh, the reason that we've all that we've all gathered here together. So we got a good thirty minutes out of Tim, everybody. Yeah. So I'm I mean the uh, so generous. The, the goal of this original of this of, of this first podcast was just kind of give our backgrounds and, and where we came from and how we all got started, and uh, we'll just go around the room and we'll start with you, Timmy. Recaps. Um. So
4: I started listening. I found it on the way to work one morning. Um. Just kind of skipping through the dials. Uh, I found it, started listening in the mornings when I could while I was on the road. Um, Fast forward to about two years ago, I had a surgery, um, I had an appendectomy, and I was at home, I was tuning in, and somebody had texted in about the fan page, Uh, so I searched it out, I got added to it, I was approved, and I was on it, probably no surprise to anybody who knew me two years ago, I was on it from 7 a.m. until 10 a.m. while I was home. Um trying to get better from the stupid appendectomy. And I started writing, I would listen, I was trying to make my mark on the fan page like an idiot. And I came in full speed, one speed Monty, as you guys know. <laughs> and I the started, only way. Right. And I would dissect the morning show. And for the next hour afterwards, I would write these little stupid recaps um I remember them
0: yeah they were they were very very detailed don't Don't call them stupid no no people love them people are are asking about them yeah where how come there's no more recaps well that's because he had to go back to work sure (laughs) I had to go back
4: to work and so I would write those things and you know four people would like it and eight people would dislike it and there'd be comments and I thought it was cool um I would write them and it got me a little bit of steam um and that's how you know I eventually stopped doing because I had to go back to work obviously but that's how I got on the fan page. That's how I started to love this fan page. And then I started to get to, I started listening more. Um, and then once podcasting became available, it has really been synonymous with me going to work in the mornings and, or me kind of when I go to the gym, if I missed a segment, I would listen to it. And at night when I fall asleep sometimes I, uh, listen to the smooth sounds of Tim and Doug and the cat. So that is my beginning. That's my origins of the show and the podcast and the fan page.
3: Matty yeah. B? Yeah, it was... Uh, Matty Bear. Oddly enough, I my, was talking to my brother, and he was like, hey, you should listen to McKernan's show. They uh, they played poker together in Vegas. And I was like, oh, where the hell is that at? And he's like, oh, it's on 920. It was at 920 at the time. Yeah. And uh, oddly enough, I fell in love with uh, Joe Strauss listening to him come on the morning show and he's a, uh, he's
1: a lovable guy yeah, he's, rest, he's, is he's so rest Rest his soul oh, man. awesome he's Just an best. awesome guy
3: but uh, yeah i mean i really kind of accredited joe strauss getting on the morning show and kind of going off on uh mizzou fans and getting uh, <laughs> Truman and Dougie
0: with him down there if they won. My favorite yeah. my favorite Joe Strauss of all time was when he would refer to Lambert as Hooterville oh, International. Oh, it's wonderful. It's I wonderful. still call it Hooterville because it's it's yeah. un- it really is Hooterville International. Yeah. It's unbelievable.
3: It, it just became one of those things where I was like, oh, man, I'm going to tune in this morning just to see if Strauss is on there. And then everybody kind of, you know, I just kept doing it. And then somebody talked about the fan page. I think it was Jeff Ware, actually. And uh, I got on there. Jeff Ware? Yeah, great guy. And uh, I got on there and uh, just kind of started commenting here and there. Um, this was Bestel's page. And uh, Bernie in Lexington and I kind of rekindled an old friendship on there. because He got removed about four or five times. I think one was for uh, posting a dog. I'm going to say Mimi. Mimi. Um, Mimi is, <laughs> is let's yeah, call it, let's yeah, call it yeah. Yeah. a meme uh, a meme-y. meme yeah. a, about <laughs> Jesus and a dog talking he got removed and I kind of got in the middle of it with Chrissy Bobby had already blocked me by then I I, I don't know um, then I got somebody I believe David Cauliflower here, got into my ear and said I should call in called into the morning show threatened to beat up uh, Bobby on the 18th this, green with a 5 the, iron the fan page fracas in case anyone needs to
1: <laughs> yeah. go back and listen we'll post the link
3: Um, And then I think about – I got back on the page, and I think about a week later, the Whistler kicked me off for uh, congratulating him on being a moderator. And then I think shortly after that, somebody else – Why did that anger him? Probably because he knew I was starting crap with him. Gotcha. Oh, so you weren't being sincere. Oh, absolutely not. You were being facetious. No, he sucks, but he has ties to AB, so – I had
0: to be careful there, and I'm, um, and I and, and to be fair, I'm I'm a fan of 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 the whistler of, of Dustin. So yeah, he's, no, no, he's no, a, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a decent enough dude, and I, I never, never and I've never had a run in with him personally. Or yeah, anymore. no, 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 I would never met him, in but personally. also I'm not a I'm not a shit stirrer on the internet either. I like to, I just kind of I like to please and there appease everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remind no me of my brother,
3: <laughs> but uh, yeah. Then I think somebody tried to start a page on like a Saturday for a little while. Yes, and Tim told us that did happen. yeah. It, it stopped and then Tim did the page. And um, yeah, Wait, so, just, so who tried to start another page? I think oh. it was Matthew Bowles and Hanks that actually started. It, yeah, it was, was Matthew Bowles. I think Hanks. it was Matthew Bowles and Hanks. Yeah. Yep.
1: It had a good three hour run and it just
0: got shut just down a, immediately. Yeah. It had a thousand yeah. fans within like an hour. It was, yeah, actually, yeah, it was hot. It, it was funny. super hot. It's so funny. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. like we're... 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning. I'm getting notifications out the wazoo. You've been added to this group. So and so's, but so and so wants to join because I guess he didn't turn off the thing where he was a mot- where, where he was the only person. So he got every notification. Yeah. Well, the, the, everybody who got added was also able to add or remove yeah, members you, from the You were hands. free to add whoever, just it, Thunderdome. Yeah. So, you know, Tim has turned that option off. On the TMA fan page, he gets to reply. Well, you have
3: it. to ask, you actually have to answer like a questionnaire to get on this new fan page. Like, why is your profile picture a dog or an egg? <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually like criteria you have to follow to get on this new
0: page. See, mostly he's just added me to stuff. Well, you're lo- you're blessed. Well, I know. Hashtag. Sorry, God, Hashtag. I didn't know that you guys. You're, you're uh, a made man. God, God I I my so. bad.
3: Shit. <laughs> but uh, no, then the new then the new page has been great. You know, there's six thousand nineteen members as of right now. I'm sure it'll grow after this podcast. Oh, I'm sure launches. I mean, people are going to be dying to listen to this
0: thing. And uh, I mean, we're going to get people as far away as Edmonton joining this thing. Yeah, no, I know. Like I said, I've gotten I've
3: gotten some great messages uh, during the olymp during the uh, presidential elections. I got threatened a couple times uh dms but uh by some patriots but things have been good i've been tame lately and uh like i told tim it's pretty polarizing to see everybody get together after a good cause or a, a blues win or something like that or even a you know a nice little appetizer thread that's really caught my attention right now so <laughs> that's
0: about it for me are you sure i think so yeah <laughs> you done go ahead brother a bear now your your affiliation with sports talk radio st louis predates internet i feel <laughs> because, <laughs> because again. I, I feel like jay randolph jr has known you since about like 1995 uh yeah jay and i go way back uh you know listen to him on
1: a number of different shows the was one it from th- you was it from you calling in well you know the one to three show him and sarah and well that, Joe. Was, yeah, that was that just, was
0: later that maybe, was seven eight years ago wasn't it
4: yeah
1: yeah it was probably about yeah eight seven eight nine years ago something like that okay. but you know uh yeah me and jay have always had a, you know good uh good relationship friendship he's you know great dude one of the funniest people i know but uh just kind of found my way to the morning after back in probably 05 06, whatever it was uh the whole ask tony thing kind of hooked me you know with martin and uh you know, got the list in there you know things evolved you know the show changed a little bit i was there through the fesco era um <laughs> which was unbelievable i'm sure andy remembers that and Bob's fine. I was not listening at that point. You weren't. Okay. No, I was not. Well, you didn't miss much. Uh it was it was pretty rough. But then the new re- reincarnation of the show when it came back on 1380, you know, everybody was pretty excited about, about it. That's about when I
0: joined in. It was at the very very tail end of 590. And then when they were and then I knew when they were gone for for a few months before they got back on 1380 when they came back with Doug. Yes. Is what so 2007 it, is about when I started.
1: I I just couldn't see it how the dorky uncle you know, weekend sports guy on channel four was going to be a contributor to that show and replace martin you know i'm like no way martin was the best as it turns out doug is you know crazy funny just you know
0: hilarious he's funny without trying yeah yeah he gets yeah, the he's, he's a natural yeah you know, so i mean just pot him down and you're suspended and I mean, it's just it's just funny and he's not trying to be funny i don't think i think the, he's just <laughs> no i think it becomes pretty natural for him, i think so. so too
1: so anyway does Listened, uh, wound up kind of uh, using this Brother A-Bear handle. Of all things, came from a show that lasted probably about two months that Dave Green and Jay Randolph Jr. did called The Big Fat Sports Show. Yeah. I remember. And that. they kind of <laughs> had like a, a fraternity theme to it. And everybody was Brother Jay Boyd, you know, Brother Abear, uh, okay. Brother Andy. And they had a picture actually made up. Like a, it was like a fraternity house picture <laughs> with everybody
3: in there. I, I, I never knew this. So, so that kind of stuck.
1: Yeah. I still got the picture somewhere saved. So, uh, wow. So we'll that's have, where the, we'll that that's the, where the brother, that's where the brother A thing came from, and I just, you know, let it run. So then the, you know, we kind of fast forward to like the fan page fracas. You know that I think was a big moment for me to actually call the huge, show, huge. which I never, I don't think I'd ever called the show before until that day when I was so angry about Larry being given talking points and then that moment at the end of that that segment don't even get me started on (laughs) it
0: they didn't want him on the stand (laughs) when when
1: tim when tim made larry give the yes or no answer and larry said yes he did and the cat just lost his mind yeah you know you may step down it was you don't want larry on the stand no it was just an amazing amazing time to be alive (laughs) that's great and then uh you know a few months after that then we uh we had the whole Becky Weisberger situation, which, right, you, know, right. um, you know, I just happened to have some skills that I had acquired from a previous career. As this a, is really where you shine. Collect- so I was a bill collector for a number of years, and as social media and the internet evolved, so did the job of bill collecting to where people would put information out on their social media that would help you to either track them down to where they work, things like that. Oh, I know. So... I acquired these skills for that job. I've acquired and these skills I, over I, uh, a long career. Wound up kind of using it to, uh, you know, track down that whole situation, and uh, you know, was given a key piece of information from Matt who Bulls and Hanks, who had bought a a dirty used microwave and a leaky dishwasher from uh, <laughs> Becky. We'll just call them <laughs> <laughs> uh, him. Him. <laughs> we'll call hey, a- him Becky. So we were able to, you know, reverse engineer it off that phone number, and then I kind of started working my way back up, but. That really, I think, got me you know some credibility with the uh, the page, and then I you know kind of springboarded that into the fan page sponsorship earlier this year. Yeah, which uh, I'm going to be doing again. Hopefully, here in the near future, we're in talks. So,
3: uh, nice to know. You know. Did you sign a, a non compete with the fan page podcast and the fan page sponsor? No, uh, I, I wouldn't agree to it. <laughs> oh,
1: perfect. Perfect. So, Andy, what's your give us a little bit of your I mean, obviously you've been around for a while too. Been I've been involved. around
0: I've been around a long time, so I, this I'm we're going on 12 and a half years now that I've been involved with the program or the, you know, not with the program, but just, you know, inside STL in general. Uh like I told Tim, found the found the site through a page called STL Drunks. STL Drunks was actually over here shooting pictures at Rusty's one night. Found the pictures and then found the Insta and then found the the relation to inside stl.com, found the message board. I'm like, oh well, that looks fun. End up making a bunch of friends. I mean, I had a really good, solid group of friends off that message board that I, I had my Edwardsville friends and my Saint Louis friends that we all hang out with. So that, so that all ran from like oh six to 08, somewhere in that time frame. And at that time, there were lots of social events that Inside SEAL was having. they were having their happy hours. They're having their girl next door party. They, they had happy hours once a month at a at a at, a, at, a, at, a, at one at one sponsor. I remember Llewellyn's. And a a tin can maybe tin can tin yeah. can a lot. I remember seeing a lot of those. Yeah, <clears throat> and so that was always great time. And then there were girl next door parties and the girl next door of the year parties. So, but then I actually, how I actually got involved was a um, was just it was just a happy hour. And, um, a guy by the name, I, actually, I'm not going to say his name because Tim doesn't say his name on the air. Okay. So I'm not going to say his name. Got That's a trend lightly. I will tell you guys off the air <laughs> what his name was, but he, uh, I, he was kind of helping Tim run the show at, uh, kind of run inside of CL at that point. And I said, Hey, he said, you guys need a DJ and you know, you guys need a PA system with these things. I'm just trying to make a buck. He's like, yeah, let's try it out. Uh, got in and I had been doing stuff. So that would have been, it was at, uh, Cardinal Lounge, the old Howard Johnson's there at sixty seven at Lindbergh and two seventy in North County. Oh man, yeah, like Redbirds, Lucky, Redbirds, Lucky Strike Lanes used to be right over there. Yeah. years ago, yeah. So that was my that was my very very first gig with Inside STL, and then um, I get questions all the time about how I became the voiceover guy. That's so, I was going to ask you the same thing. Yep, I'll, I'll I'll tell how that happened. So I knew he was starting nine twenty. And I had, of course, I, I, at this point, so this is 2013. I've known Tim for five, six, seven years. I've known Jay Boyd for three or four or five years. Um, I'm like, hey, I would like to be your voiceover guy. I just emailed Tim out of the blue. He goes, that sounds good. So he said, put together a little demo, send it over to me. We'll we'll let you know. I said, okay. So I, uh, I, I it was really just me reaching out, just asking. Mm-hmm. And um I sent them the demo, and I think I might have it on this computer. The, I would love to hear that if you still the have The original it. one. Hang on a minute here.
3: I'm trying to find the uh, fan page fracas so I can let the listeners know where to find that episode. Because it's it's, it's it's a must-listen. It
0: I have it right here. I'll, I'll keep telling the story while I'm looking this up. So anyway, so I did this demo. Uh, they sent it back to me, and I got some feedback from Brian Ray. Brian with an E. Oh, yeah. And he said... Not quite. And I'm like, okay. And he said, well, well, what can I do? And he said, well, he said, uh, you need to do these things and these things will be better. Uh, Here, first of all, I enjoy meeting, I enjoy talking to you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Here is the very first morning after intro that I ever did as just a demo three two one welcome to the only live and local morning sports show in st louis on sports radio 920 brought to you by ryan kelly st louis's home loan expert call ryan today at 314-781-9700 or online at the now Here's Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, and Jimmy the Cat Hayes on the Ryan Kelly Morning After on Sports Radio 920. That's that's hot.
1: Really, really hot. That's hard to believe that that ever got replaced by Tim McKirkin and Frank Cousamono. Oh, down I know.
0: The and then the, and then uh, Brian Ray also had me do an email of the day uh, intro, so that sounded three a little like this, two, one. We know you're witty. We know you're smart. Think you can earn a suspension? Let's give stuff away and make people famous. It's time for the supplement superstore. Email of the day on the Ryan Kelly morning after on Sports Radio 920. <laughs> Those were my demos. So that's what I sent to them that I thought would get me the job. And I it turned out that I needed a little more inflection in my voice and I needed to smile when I talk. And I needed to go up and down and I needed there's all kinds of things I needed to do. Um, <clears throat> even the stuff, the very, very first stuff I did. I, I listened back to it and now I'm going, oh my God. That was terrible and of course you know after i finally i found my legs after a little while so um and then just since then you know just um they've always known that i've been kind of good with this stuff and then i have my pa system so that's how i've kind of grew into the tma live role um c told me that they probably wouldn't do those if i wasn't available to do them so uh you're welcome everybody i guess how about tma lives is that not a, a great time though i mean it's, it's, it's wonderful you know and i i feel bad because i i see so many people and people come up and say hi and they're like, yeah, we've met before. I'm like, mm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm so I feel like I'm so focused and busy on what I have going on. Mostly is just setting up and, and tearing down. Um but yeah, they're uh they're a great concept and a great time. One of the great phenomena of the TMA lives,
1: I think, is that people that are at each other's throats on <laughs> the fan page <laughs> Absolutely. that you would think would drive you know, a steak knife through each other's eyes if they could. Yeah, I don't. When they get to a TMA live, and they see each other. Generally, it's a handshake and a you know pat on the back, buy each other a beer. I I haven't really seen any confrontations at a no. TMA live from all these people. So is heat, as, heat as, as, as heated as it can get on the fan page? You know, it's all water under the bridge when you're you know sure. face to face. So. Yeah,
4: I don't think that's an anomaly. I mean, it is easier to talk shit on Facebook as I am guilty of plenty of time. No, but never. not you. Yeah, right. But I think one of the biggest offenders and also somebody who would attest to what you just said would probably be, and I hope he doesn't mind us using his name, would be Hall of Famer Dave. Um, he got it in people's throats and you know he did it uh, on his own terms. People people really got rude with him online. You talk um, about on the fan page. On where, the fan yeah, page, I got do. Pretty but um, the second anybody would meet him at a Hot Shots or you know wherever, a TMA live Hall, event. He Hall was, of
1: Famer Dave is one of the most interesting people you'll ever talk to in your life. He has and, had so many life experiences yep. and he's a great dude. And even if you don't agree with his politics or his takes on everything, you know, talk with the guy and have a beer with him and you'll walk away from the conversation.
3: Dave will actually give you a beer.
4: Yeah. I mean, he's an impressive chat with him. Yeah. Yeah. He was nice. Um, I remember during the election, I went to a teammate live event and I hadn't gone back and forth with him, but I had seen him going back and forth with people and I just went up and kind of approached him or maybe he approached me more accurately. And the nicest guy, firm handshake, would shoot the shit about anything. Um, big bear hug when you left. So great guy.
0: So I kind of want to tell people about where to find us. Um, you can find us on our Facebook page. We're going to have a, a Nashin Noshin and Joshin and Facebook page. I haven't put it together yet, but you can also find us on the STL podcast network page and also at stlpodcast.com when i get it up it's not existing right now so don't try to go to sclpodcast.com right now however it will be there you, you might be listening to this podcast a year from That's now right? tease. and scl podcast will more than likely be alive at that point so um getting ready to wrap it up here episode one of noshin and joshin uh it's it's been it's been fun so far um actually we're going to record two shows tonight how about that yeah. fantastic we're going to be the long time, time. So tease a couple of things we have coming up because, you know, we all have to get better at teasing. <laughs> been to San Francisco. Been, I've been to San Francisco. Uh, we are going to have cord cutting tips from a friend of ours. You're kidding. No, I'm not <laughs> kidding. He'll but be we're, excited, uh, too. We're going to get together the week of Thanksgiving and record these, so we'll... Uh, We'll have little audio segments to throw to every once in a while. Very good. Uh, we're going to have fan page sex page. We're going to talk about who's had sex on the fan page, <laughs> oh, geez. with guys or girls, both. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Okay. Uh, even better. So, and many, many more things to come as we come up with ideas. We uh, we had a little Facebook conversation before we uh, before we gathered this evening to throw ideas around. So to wrap up episode one. For Timmy recaps for Maddie Bear, for Brother A Bear, I'm Aid Hanselman. This has been Nachen and Joshin, episode one on the St. Louis Podcast Network.